Hey, 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 listeners, welcome back to yet another episode of Cables, Coffee, and Curveballs. We're your hosts, Rich and George, and my main man, Sweet Lou. Do you, fellas? Hey, 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 George. How you doing today? Sweet Lou, nice to see you. Haven't seen you all together here in the nice, beautiful podcast studio in about two months? Two months, yeah. Almost about. two months. It's George, great to get the band back together. Yeah, George yeah. took a little hiatus, and uh, now we're all back together. Yeah. Where did I go? I went to India. I went to India. I yes. went to India. That's yes. right. Yeah. Um, all right, today we have a great show, folks. Uh, we have a really smooth show today, but more to come on that soon. But before we get started, I just want to say today is National Laugh and Get Rich Day. I don't know what Get Rich means, but I know what National Laugh Day means, and that's fantastic. So happy National Laugh and Get Rich Day to you, folks. Thank you. So I guess National Rich Day is, is that my national day? Yeah, I'm going to step aside. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. Just, yeah. You got to laugh at yeah. that. So that, so that was a sweet Lulu. Sweet Lou giggles. I love that. <laughs> Those, those yeah. are my favorite. It is also National Boy Scout Day today. And uh, I want to give a shout out to our partners over at CTI, uh, George Maglio, Stephen Kepler. These guys are great guys. But George Red, uh, my main man, he is a Eagle Scout leader. So shout out to him. Um, and uh, yeah, so National Laugh and Get Rich Day and National Boy Scout Day to everybody. I can see you being a like a Cub Scout leader one day. I was a Boy Scout actually for two years. That that is shocking, but I could really see you being like the leader, like the shameless Boy yeah. Scout leader, like leading them like on yeah. all their trips and stuff, and fundraisers, and standing outside of the grocery. Store. Sorry, let's put I, it. I, I, put I it on my tab. <laughs> Good. Put it on my tab. Anyways, so let's get started with the show today. Let's introduce our special guest today, and I will let, as usual, I will let our guest introduce herself, uh, so I don't butcher it. So go ahead. Step in, ball guys. Uh, happy to be here. <laughs> I'm Alicia Henley. Uh, a lot of people know me for uh, journalism, content creation, uh, but I also have a nine to five. Got to grind it out. I am a business development rep at Audinic. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. We met, what, uh, four or five months ago at the ETC conference, right? Yep. And then it was a good event. It good was event. a great event. It was a great event. And I'm are you going to be at Infocom this year? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't miss an Infocom. Excellent. Yeah, we will, we, the Bald AV guys will be there, and hopefully Sweet Lou as well. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to convince yeah. Sweet, Sweet Lou to be there. You got to be there, Sweet Lou. We need you. You coming? Thank you very much. Oh, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. I did a little research um, on you through LinkedIn and your website, and it turns out you have a little bit of a background your, your, as your studies were in audio engineering, uh, you worked in you worked in the church uh, doing the AV there, I believe. So uh, my first question to you is, what really inspired you to get into this industry? And, you know, uh, and, and what are some of your, what is your advice uh, for folks coming along this journey? Uh, what inspired me, what inspired me was I just got my hands on the board at a young age, right? Running audio. Basically, where, where I come from, you're either going to be Puff Daddy, Missy Elliott, or you're going to play sports. But once I got my hands on a board, that was kind of it for me, falling in love with the audio, falling in love with music. And that started at a pretty young age for me uh, at my dad's church. And ever since then, I just, you know, I was one of those people that had access to the gear, pick up, do some house parties, do some, you know, YMCA parties back in the day. So nice. it was... Nice. It was kind of a situation, you know, being able to have that, <laughs> being able to have the gear on hand and uh, just do some fun stuff with it. And it evolved from there. So church was definitely a starting point and being able to do what me and my dad did and kind of build like this multimedia platform within a church 
uh, is what kicked it off for me and has inspired me to keep growing and learning about things like Infocom and seeing what other ceilings I can break. Is that is that where the smooth factor comes in? Where you? Yeah, we need to know about that. Yeah, tell us a little about the smooth factor. Yeah, so the smooth factor, like I said, you were either going to play ball or you were going to be a rapper. I did use to ball most of my uh, young young life, uh, and smooth was my nickname on the floor. Nice, um, nice. When I went to trade school, I started a publishing company called The Select Few. Uh, and when that died, I really liked the TSF kind of look. And I was like, well, what can this be now? And I turned it into the smooth factor. That's something if you Google it not going to be another person. That's me. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how that evolved. That's very cool. And it's actually very true because I did Google you when I was trying to uh, research a little Perfect. bit about you. But wow. you came up like six times. There's no other smooth factor but you. So that's really awesome. Perfect. I'm glad I'm glad it sticked, you know. Uh, it was. It's a weird name at first. You're like the smooth factor, you know. <laughs> oh, it's kind of cool. I like it. Um, I like it. But. But you know, it sticks and it works. It works well with my personality. It's just who I am. So yeah. here I we mean, are. Ball Davy guy sticks with our personality too. We kind of <laughs> like it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely does. <laughs> yeah, you fit into the industry perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what strategies have you used to promote yourself in the industry today? Uh, it's been like a mixture of things. Um, I call it kind of my like my my triangle, right? Cool. Triangle offense kind of deal. Uh, you see me Little in Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Yeah, yeah, you see me in person, you see me online, and then the blogs, you know, kind of was the beginning of it. So building my brand on those kind of three pillars has built it to what it is today. Uh, so a lot of people think, oh, it's just really good social media. But this really all started from blogging. I was an end user for many years, and we had the school district that I worked for had a lot of money. So if we didn't spend it, we would lose it. Right. Uh, so we had, we had the latest and greatest gear from digital signage to audio to tricasters, lights, everything. We had everything, and every day was something new. Uh, so I started blogging about it, and it became the snowball effect. I can't even. Like, that's that's it, awesome. Wow. That's awesome. I could <laughs> barely impressive. speak on this show and do social media at the same time. <laughs> so hats off to you. I love the triangle. I yeah. love that. Yeah, a little Phil Jackson I'm, reference. Yeah, I'm, like I'm envisioning the ball AV guys triangle. Um, yeah, what does it look like? I don't know yet. <laughs> I would keep disappearing. <laughs> so I'm not sure. another ball guy? Maybe. We might need another ball guy. But Sweet Lou's got a beard, though. So, yeah. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. He's not bald. No, he's not bald. He's not bald. Well, Sweet Lou, you got to shave that hair for InfoCom. Uh-oh. Oh, can we shave it? Maybe. Well, no, our logo has the beard, right? Yeah. The beard is Lou. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, it works. It works. It works. Right. Maybe Lou could be our uh, our skull shaver on, uh, live on air. Yeah. Would you? I like that idea. What, shave the beard off? No, no shave your head hair. off. Shave oh. your hair. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, don't put him on the spot. You're, that's it's, twice he's been put yeah, on the spot now. I see panic setting in. I, I would <laughs> I would think I would freak out. Like, I normally, I haven't gotten a haircut in a while. I normally keep it shorter than this, but I think the day I fully shave, it'd be like that episode of Breaking Bad. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. I think I'd freak out a little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which would be yeah. more of a freak out, the hair or the beard? I don't know. Yeah, three times he's been on put on the spot yeah. in, in ten minutes. Well, because wow. the, the beard's been a long commitment, but I know the beard would come back. Like, oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, one, I can I can tell you from thinning, experience. You know, like, once you shave the hair yeah. off, that's it. It doesn't come back. There's a good that? chance it won't come back. <laughs> anyway, we'll All put right. him on the spot again All in fifteen right. minutes. All right, cool. Go ahead, Miller. <laughs> well, I, I, we're let's pivot back to that last one because I think we because we jumped to the strategies. I want to I want to stick with the te the tech industry. So, um, we in our last episode. 
we talked about um, what did we talk about the robot umps. We talked about like automation in sports. Um, we we know in our you know reading and research and what we we've found out about you and what we've, when we follow you all on all your platforms. Um, Talk to us about AI and, you know, George put a little hashtag here, rise of the robots, if you will. <laughs> you, know, you know, like the, obviously there's a lot of, I mean, you, we, we can take this in any direction. Um, I've watched iRobot. Yeah. So like, what, what, let, let's get to the fun stuff, right? That's, that's literally what, <laughs> that's literally what it says in the, in the script here. But like, um, give us some of your thoughts on AI. We know that's one of like the key things you like to, to touch on. So. I mean, it's, I am no expert in AI by any form or fashion. You know, AV doesn't really uh, touch it yet. Right. Um, unless we're looking at like retail spaces. Mm -hmm. And so I've been watching it maybe since like 2017-ish mm -hmm. when, you know, people were getting misidentified from this kind of technology and things like that. So I've just been watching it in the market to see how it's progressing our, our country forward uh, if it's doing that. So that's really what my interest point was, is like, hey, when I put my hands under a sensor for soap, why do I have to do it three times? Mm -hmm. You know, so that was really kind of a, a deal for me. But now it seems like it's more about automation, making life simpler, uh, using it as a foundation, as a tool, uh, instead of, you know, looking at it from all the biases that come into play and all the data breaches and things that come with it. So uh, it's interesting because we all need tools. We're trying to, you know, save time. And everything we do, I mean, look at you guys. You got producers, you got writers, you got everything. <laughs> Maybe you just, you know, sweet Lou, just you know, go ahead and get an AI. Oh, well, he's working on this, man. He's, he's smiling. He's, he's working smiling. on it. <laughs> I'm a sweet Lou bot. Oh, man. You know, no. so I think I think perception has changed a little bit uh, opposed to, like, being afraid of AI. People are starting to leverage it a little bit more as a, as a tool um, and not being so scared. But... Me as a person, I am still very scared of this. I'm, I, I will utilize it in some ways. Um, I was using software back in the day that was uh, Lander, which was basically like a, a software that would automate mastering tracks for you, mm -hmm. right? So AI has been around for a while. We're just finding new ways to use it uh, to, to help us reach new heights. Well, what about all this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into the, because Sweet Lou mentioned this too, the, the chat GPT stuff. What's your, what's your take on uh -oh. all this? I'm going uh -oh. to, I want to, I want to hear Lou's talk on, you know, Alicia, if you have anything to, to throw in there, this, this thing, this is like, I mean, George and I were talking about this the other day. We have, we, we read about some students that had a, they, they wrote a whole paper yeah, yeah. Uh, and like the plagiarism software only caught like 10% of it because, yep. and chat GPT wrote the whole paper. Like, yeah. And chat GPT <laughs> passed the bar exam. Uh, Google just really is or announced it's releasing its competitor. Is it called like Bard or something? something I just like read that, it today. Yeah. yeah. So, man, the, like what? Wow. That's all I can say is wow. Like it's mind blowing. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. But this is what happens with technology. Right? You know, we all get excited and mm. then you realize the crazy stuff you can do with it and there's no <laughs> laws in place. There's yeah. no laws in place. Right? So now kids are plagiarizing. They're all coming in with the same paper. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. There are absolutely no laws in place, no biases in place. So yeah. this is really like the wild, wild rest right now. And things can get <laughs> dangerous very fast. I wish we had chat GPT when I was in college. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what did you use? <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I can't really give appreciate that wild west comparison, though, because I feel like there's some interesting similarities. Now it's like when the Internet was first becoming really accessible to people where like, 
you were seeing just full series uploaded to YouTube or like that early Wild West era where, you know, music downloading was rampant, you know, yeah. like Kazaa and what oh was my the other one? LimeWire. Napster. Like, yeah. Napster, Napster you know, LimeWire. Like before there were like laws clamped down and stuff. Like it really was the Wild West. And I feel like we're getting back into another era of like that. Uh, he's so excited, he's excited right now. well you were when we were chatting the other day lou you you started you you've had some have you had hands-on experience yeah. to tell I, I need to hear this like firsthand tell us tell this, us everything so first off i'm also glad that you mentioned like people being scared about it because mm -hmm. I, I think that is like a really rational thing you know yeah. what i mean like last when we talked about it on the last episode like i was saying i think ai is not good and not good to replace people mm -hmm. right like I'm, I'm more on the creative side of things i i love listening to you guys talk about av stuff but like like I'm a photographer, I'm I'm a filmmaker, and I use this software that uses AI to retouch people's skin okay. in in photos. And on the one hand, like cool, it saves me a lot of time. On the other, it's like you're removing the creative human touch on it. Right. So I think that's a bad thing. It saves you time. But um, but like for me, like I do I do some social media stuff as well. I, I mainly do YouTube, and I use ChatGPT. There's this SEO thing. So basically what you do is you type in, like, this is your video's topic. So say it's, I don't know, about an X camera. And this thing will, based on Google searches and other YouTube videos, will generate a title and description and tags for the video. And mm. within 30 seconds, that thing came up with a better title and description than I could have come up with in a million years. Wow. Yeah, we could use that. We can definitely use <laughs> we that. We could definitely use that. <laughs> But, but you that's, that's kind of like where the ethics come into play, right? Like yeah. it has to, it can't just be this data-driven thing. There has to be a mixture of, of human empathy, yeah. of, of human feel. And then like on top of the smartness and the technology of AI itself. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. If you look at it just as AI itself, it's like, yes, this is going to take over the world. But nobody's going to be sweet, Lou. Nobody can do what he does as a producer, right? That is very, that is very kind. That's very So you gotta, you still gotta have some swag. You still gotta have some finesse. I think there are going to be a lot of challenges for the creatives because uh, you know these things are starting to replicate a lot of things that people would pay us to do. Yeah. Uh, but again, it can't replicate. It can't replicate like authentic. You know, it can't. It can't replicate the authentic you. So hey, yeah, yep. for me, you gotta have a balance. I'm, I'm a little paranoid uh, when it comes to these things. And for me, the fear is, uh, and I'm going to take a quick tangent and tell you a story, but, um, you know, everything, you know, AI has been around for a while, right? Obviously, you know, Siri, Alexa, you name it, Google, whatever they are, they're all been around. They're all listening. Now, ChatGPT, you're asking it questions. You're telling it to do this. You're telling it to do that. Someone's recording all this stuff. <laughs> Someone's keeping track of all this, and all this information is going into you know, in my brain, in my tiny brain, it's going into some superhuman that's going to come out and take over the world or some, you know, I'm, I'm going into sci-fi movie here, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it just, it's, it's terrifying, right? So here's a quick story I'll tell you guys. Um, my 10 year old, uh, he's, he's, he's a little adventurous. He gets in trouble quite often. And uh, recently he got into trouble and, you know, he got grounded. He got sent to his room. He's, you know, so he's sitting in his room and he's he, as he's going to his room, he's asking my dad, what am I going to do in my room? I was like, bro, you're grounded. Like, you're going to sit in your room and do nothing and think about what you did. He goes, hmm. All right. So he's sitting in his room. And a few minutes later, I hear, hear him having a full-on conversation with somebody. I'm like, what the hell? Like, who the hell are you talking to now? 
So I propped the door open a little bit. My guy is having a full-on conversation with Alexa. <laughs> full-on conversation. Like, it is mind-blowing what was happening there. But then, you know, it's it's little things like that. And I don't know what, he, you know, maybe he said, oh, you know, I got grounded. I got grounded for this. I got grounded for that. It's harmless stuff. But you got to believe that this information is being stored somewhere. Right? Someone's yeah, listening absolutely. to this information. But that's where the fear comes. Because of the data that these things are collecting, what are they doing with it? Are they going to sell it to Facebook? Is Facebook going to sell it to some major robot that's going right. to come and take over the world? I don't know. Are they sending it to outer space and aliens get it? I don't know. Yeah. None of us know, yeah. right? That, and that's, that's really where the fear comes in is because we're putting so much of ourselves on the Internet. Yep. Whoever yep. is running these things is able to obtain it because we just check the box and say, yeah, we accept this because we want to play. <laughs> and then next thing you know, all your information is out. So, I mean, that that is legit the fear for yeah. everyone because the fear of the unknown, I guess. Yeah. And we're putting so much information out into the ether. There is no way to protect us. Yeah. The Internet is so new. Like cybersecurity, <laughs> big deal. You know, shout out to Frank. My boy Frank is big on cybersecurity. But, I mean, we're putting so much out there Yeah. that, that who knows. Yeah, we got to meet with Frank too. He's yes. He's uh, as you mentioned. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Frank. You got to have Frank on there. Yeah, yes. we do. Excellent. We'll get him on soon. We'll get him on soon. Excellent. But let's take the fear out and let's not make this about you know making everyone walk away yeah, from yeah. AI because there are there are positives to AI. Sweet Lou loves AI, right? So <laughs> no. let, you know, <laughs> do you say no? <laughs> I, I I with that experience I had with the the search engine optimization, not to like keep going back to like that side of it, I definitely see the utility and that's a part, like I love the creative. I don't love search engine optimization. Right. If that can make my life easier and let me focus more on the creative, awesome. But I strongly agree like the human element still needs to be there. Like I can't just literally copy and paste that and throw it in. And because right. if, if everyone does that, YouTube becomes a robot, yeah. right? YouTube becomes this sterile, like, mm. And I, I think that's the big problem. But I think a lot of people are just going to do that. They yeah. are just going to copy and paste it. Or going back to the photo thing, if everyone is using this AI-generated thing to correct their photos, these photos are all going to start to look the same because right. it's just one algorithm that's correcting all these photos. Yeah. Wow. But then all the social ad algorithms are going to change, right? Mm. Like, you still got to be unique. You got to find a way to stand out in a sea of robots. So true. Yeah. You can't, you know, everybody just can't be the same because people are going to use this for instant gratification. You still got to put in the work. Yeah, it might tell you, uh, you know, the best headline you ever came up with, but you still got to have awesome content. Yeah. You still got to have your creative input, yeah. your empathy, your human perspective. That's that's what people go to YouTube to watch, right? Yeah. There's a ton of sports shows on there, but we all watch selective few of those for whatever reason because we like this guy, we like this, whatever. Yeah. But it could also, you know, just on the flip side, just to play devil's advocate here, it could also be that lazy guy who has an average show or average production uses this AI to enhance that show. And it's not as much work as, say, what Lou would put in to his videos. And, you know, it's, you know, it's, but it can't be all bad. There has to be good stuff, right? That has to yeah. be good stuff. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah. Some people get the instant gratification, but I always think about longevity. Yeah. You know, like, what, what, what do you really want? Is there passion there? Yeah. I mean. That's just our world, though. Everybody wants instant gratification. Oh, yeah. That's so, for yeah. sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Do you see the AI application in our industry, specifically education, because, you know, we're education-based? Mm -hmm. Do you, do you um, see any, you know, near future breakthroughs happening? 
from a technology perspective, yes. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, you see it a lot with the students, your end users, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But for your day to day, I don't. I don't think we're there yet, right? What are we, yeah. What are we going to get some robots to push the cows around? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she called the cow. Uh, she called the cow. Yes. Oh, I know. I know about the cows, man. I've had some time. Love it. <laughs> Love it. But I mean, like, there's again. Are they going to wrap some cables? Like, we're like, I don't know what AI tool would actually help us help end users in mm-hmm. what we do from your perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's true. Um, unless it's automation within side of control systems and things like that. But the actual day-to-day tasks that we do on, that you would be doing on campus. Yeah. I think we're a ways out from that kind of AI. Yeah, no, you're right. We do have that software automation in our electric capture and stuff, you know, heat maps and what are they watching, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But Scheduling and stuff like that. So, yeah, it will handle the stuff that you don't really want to do. But if (laughs) we're talking some really dope tech that's going to completely take over the day-to-day, we're a ways out. And just that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. You might might have a... You might no, have no. a Terminator up in there pushing around some cows, and I don't know. <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> uh, oh, man. George. Gonna... We're not ready to <laughs> open up to the world about that just yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's our top secret lab yeah. in the basement. <laughs> speaking of, well, speaking of, let, let, let's take a, this is this isn't a tangent, but it's a pivot to our, so we recently launched uh, a the first ever AV class in higher education at here at Pace. Hey, 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 hey. hey. So it actually, That's so, what that gets right there. So we're, we're really stoked about it. George and I have been teaching it now for three weeks uh, now. We just had our third class last night. We actually, speaking of, you mentioned uh, cables. We actually did, our, our lab last night was uh, terminating Cat6 cables. So we, we literally had spools of cable everywhere, crimpers, we were, the whole nine. Like they, they were literally learning failing which is yeah. obviously was the point there's a part of it <laughs> um over and over again all that on the floor yeah, yeah. it was fin- it, was it was phenomenal great. it was phenomenal um so you know our goal with this is george and i we, we never had a formal any type of there is no formal yeah. training we learned on the fly um I mean, many of us learned on the fly. You obviously have a little bit more of a background with your, you know, your. I would say uh, a lot of it more. She's a, a lot, lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but there's no formal AV. So we reached out to our friends at Avixa, and we we reached out to our friends at Crestron, and we've we've partnered with them, and we're, we're trying to build this program now. Um, we got the first course off the ground. Our our goal is a major eventually. Um, we have the one course off the ground. We're on our way to a minor. Yeah. That's that's the next 15 step. Fifteen credits. Fifteen credits. Uh, and then yeah, the majors this coming. But what we're what we're going with here is, um, do you, from your perspective, like when we talk to people, what we want to ask is like, do you, as somebody in the industry, um, can you see the need for this? Like George and I, we we felt like we saw a need for this because we go out there, go to these shows, talk to our vendors, so on and so forth, and then you know. Then you you, you want to hire somebody and it's like well they have the qualifications because George I learned from George like honestly that's how that's how I learned AV from him I would brag about that well <laughs> I literally <laughs> good. he 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 would be I would consider him my my mentor my sensei as we as we wax on wax off yeah I see so like how I put that in there he had the little wax on wax off thing in there in our notes here so but on bump that would have been a good time to do a little bit on bump yeah. on the oh, uh, man you you were missing the soundboard there good throw it in there. 
Don't nope, that's not it. No, nope. never mind. All right, we're not going to do that. But um, so, we're going to edit all that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> but so th- this has been a dream of George's for a really long time, and now he, we, he and I have partnered up, and and we work really well as a team. This is so our dream. It's, it's our dream We've now. About it's this. our dream now. Yeah. Um, and you know, really, my question is, to, you know, to you from from your perspective, can can you see the value in us and, and all the work that we're gonna that we have put into this and that we're trying to put into this to get a a formal education program off the ground so a student can graduate from Pace with a minor in AV and hopefully eventually a major hopefully in a four AV, year degree a four-year degree at some point. That's, that's our goal, obviously. But, um, you know, what, what, from your perspective, what value do you see in that? I just want to say, first of all, kudos to you guys for not, um, just talking about it, but being about it. Um, the fact that this, I got that one right. You got it right. I got that one right. You deserve it. Um, uh, <laughs> You know, this has been an ongoing conversation. I officially just made my 10 year uh, last year in the industry. Congratulations. Thank you. It's it's an ongoing like cycle of conversations of how we create change uh, that we want to see instead of being the change that we want to see. So hats off to you guys for actually doing that and putting in the work to make that a real tangible thing instead of having people on your your podcast just to talk about it. Right. 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 (laughs) Uh, You did. You did the work. So that's amazing. Um, I'm extremely proud uh, to see this coming to uh, to a stage like a university of this stature, I should say. Uh, so definitely congratulations. I think there is tremendous value in this. Um, I didn't go to school. I went to trade school. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't have a degree uh, in any anything. <laughs> right? I have a certification in audio engineering. Mm-hmm. Whoopie do. And it's like when I got out of there, it was all about music. Right? That course was music. There was uh, one course about live <clears throat> events. So the fact that people can actually go to school and come out and get a degree and not have to worry about that and or on a resume, Mm because that's how AV gets you. That's that's an automatic barrier, right? Mm -hmm. On a resume, it's either you have a degree and or experience. And you're lucky if the and or is in there. There are still a lot of positions that require you to have a bachelor's degree. A bachelor's degree in what? Yeah, right. I know. We just talked about this the other day, right? Yeah. We had this conversation the other day. A bachelor's degree in what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. what do you want me to have a bachelor's degree in for me to be qualified for this position? Hopefully um, by spring 2025 at Pace <laughs> University. <laughs> yeah, AV. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I yeah. think this is tremendously mm-hmm. valuable, not only to the students in, in, in close vicinity or anywhere in the world that could come and go to this program, but uh, it's huge for our industry because finally, finally, we are doing something that can really change the game and create some real pipeline uh, into our, and, and new blood into our space. Thank you. I feel really warm and toasty right yeah, now. Yeah, that was really nice. Thank that was you. really nice. Thank you. No, I mean, you got, that's, that's all you guys. You oh. did the work. <laughs> also, if you, ha- if you have any uh, inside track at Avixa, we did submit our proposal to present at uh, Infocom, <laughs> so we're hoping we get accepted so we can share share the wealth, really. Like, yeah. we want to share the story and get it out there. Like, of course we do, you know, we, you know, the fact that we're the first is really awesome, but that would be, it would be cool to start partnering with people and, and stuff, um, in, in the, in the higher ed field as well, obviously, and one, building this out. One of our, one of our thought processes was to have a consortium. Did you just do a British accent? I, it happened. That was cool. I can't help it. It just kind of like, you know, I God, sorry. come from the other side of the world. So every once no, in a while. No, that was cool. That was cool. I, mean, I know. That was cool. I'll, I'll call it a process. Is that better? <laughs> Golly. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I threw him off. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm so thrown off. Now I forgot what I was thinking. One of our <laughs> this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. One of our one of our thought processes processes. You happy, Miller? Uh, was to hello, have a, Governor. <laughs> to have a consortium of sorts to uh, you know, so it wouldn't be like oh, you have to. Co- we don't obviously we don't have a format or a 
real outline. Um, but you know, um, I, I've spoken to to Joe Way about it. I've talked to I've talked to um, uh, Don uh, Merritt over there at UCF, and we've talked about yeah, it'd be really cool to have this consortium of, of universities that promote this, and you know, somehow we're a partnership. So I think it'd be really cool to get there. There's uh, our triangle. Someday. There's our triangle. New York, California, Florida. Yeah. Oh, full circle. Well full done. Circle. Well, on the fly. Like that. That's our triangle. Yeah. Full triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that. Nice. I like that a lot. And I mean, you already built the foundation, so. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. So now, let's let's bring this back to um, another topic that's that's uh, that's been making its rounds on LinkedIn and other social media stuff. I recently saw. Uh, a post, and let me read it so I don't mess it up. But someone had mentioned that you know they'd been in the industry for fifteen to twenty years. Again, I forget where I read this. I wanted to cite them, but I could not find this piece anywhere. So I just kind of went. That's off right. We could just memory. say Chat GPT found it for you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that they'd been in in the AV industry for fifteen twenty years, and they walk into a room and they feel like they don't belong, right? And do you feel that way? Is that what is it about our industry that makes folks feel that way? It's an old boys club. It's an old That's or all boys? Old. 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 Well, George Either is old. Or. George is old. Twenty. Either or. I mean, <laughs> uh, and, and no offense, I, like most of my friends are older, and I, I've always done that as a child. Like I gravitate to older people to pull from that wisdom, pull from their experience. I have so much respect for my elders that it's not even funny. Like. At the grocery store, if I see a group of people watching a, a older person trying to pick up a case of water, I'm that person like, like let's go. I yep. got you. I'll follow you all the way to your car. Like, I just have tremendous respect for my elders, yeah, period. That's awesome. Um, so it's no disrespect or an ageism thing. When I say old boys club, it means that a group of guys have been heading this space for a long time, mm-hmm. whisper rooms, long, uh, long friendships, and it is another barrier into this space. So... Um, at this point in my career, no, I don't. I don't walk into the room anymore and feel like I don't belong. But that's because I've personally done the work inside of myself. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you know what I mean. Like the career growth and the personal growth are very uh, much similar uh, in my own personal journey. Right. <laughs> uh, but typically, when you walk into a, 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 a AV event, I'm going to be one of the few people of color. I'm definitely going to be one of the few uh, women in the room. Right. Uh, so at first, it was daunting. The first mm-hmm. time I went to Infocom, I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know if anybody here would give me a job or give me an opportunity for many of reasons because right. it just didn't seem like I was a part of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, hey, I think a lot more people are stepping up to the plate and letting their voices be heard and showing what they can do from a technical background. And that's just another thing as women. You know, people don't expect us to have technical chops. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you see us at a show, you think we're booth babes. Can you scan my badge or whatever the case is? Right. Uh, but the women that are here, we, we do our job and we do it very well. And I think it's kind of that, you know, we got to, we got to shy away from the old, the old versions of ourselves right? and start and start owning the space because yeah, you guys definitely own the space. Yeah. Yeah, We're here bossing up. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, you got, you guys, you guys really get out there. You make yourselves heard, seen, and it's, it's really impressive. I've seen this growth myself in the last couple of years. I'll be honest. There was a point in time where it was an old boys club even here, right? But the challenge, in my opinion, has been 
and maybe it's the way I perceive things or whatever it is, but there are there were were fewer women in the industry in general. But I think that is changing, and for the better, in my yep, opinion. I agree. Um, and uh, I think it's because you know also just the time, right? Most of the people that are coming up now, we've all we grew up with the technology, right? right? It, it's not like you had to learn it or go get a degree. We we've grown up with it. It's a part of our daily lives. So it's not something that's as foreign as it used to be, in my opinion. Uh, Hooking an HDMI cable. All right. You could be an event specialist, right? Right. Like it's it's as simple as that. And people, I think we make it a lot harder than it has to be. And people, you know, it keeps people out. Yeah. Yeah. We make it harder than it needs to be because it's job security. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Piggybacking off of that, as we kind of wrap up this portion of it, um, so what advice would you give other women who are considering a career in tech, uh, given your now comfort and success that you've had? You mentioned t- 10 years in the industry now, that the whole not, you know, everything that you... Well done. <laughs> Gee, he's, he's becoming a pro at this now. Yeah. It's, like, it's almost like he knows what he's doing now. Yeah. There you go. Um, but what, what advice would you, would you give other women that are trying to, to break into the tech industry or that are, are in the tech industry and want to take the next step forward? Uh, build those technical chops. There's a lot of free resources out here, mm-hmm. um, especially from manufacturer partners. Like, you know, shameless plug, the Audinate Dante training is free. Levels one, two, and three. All right. Um, any manufacturer out there probably has some form of free training. Utilize that. Even if you're in marketing, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Have that technical background, you know, saying let's continue yeah. to put ourselves out there. But definitely once you get comfortable with the tech, mm-hmm. then you get comfortable with everything else, being on camera, having these conversations when it's you and five other men at the table and no other women. Um, so if you feel comfortable with the technology, it, it boils over into every other facet of what we do. And like I said, even if you're in marketing, take time to take time to harness it, throw it in your back pocket. Yeah. So they know that you're not just a booth babe. You're not just scanning badges. Yeah, you want to talk to somebody about this product? I got you. What's yeah. up? What you want to know about it? Well, <laughs> you know. That's fantastic. Uh, so that's that's definitely my my main thing. Use leverage the internet and. <laughs> and to be <laughs> honest with it. you, to be honest with you, if you know like you know the top two or three players in the market and their technology, you could probably talk to anybody anybody about any of the other tech that's out there, any other companies exactly. out there. You can hold your own. You know, it's, yep. it's a very, we are a copycat industry at the end of the day. Mm. And, you know, all these products are the same. I hate to put it that way, but mm-hmm. let's be honest here, right? It's yeah. preference. It's preference. It's solution. What yep. fits best in your space. Uh, and I don't know, people buy from people. So who, yeah. who, who are you hanging out with? Because yeah. they can help you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't, we so. didn't wear our Crestron jerseys to work today, but we did wear them in class last night. <laughs> <laughs> Richie's all about the shameless plug. Hey, I mean, <laughs> usually that's your, usually that's your role. I'm actually surprised that I'm getting all the shameless. Speaking of today, our coffee was brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> speaking of coffee. Speaking of coffee. You have to tell us. All right. So I do. Go. I do. We, I do. We, we're, we're taking a coffee curveball. Yeah. Break. A, a quick, quick tangent. Quick. Uh, um, Alicia, I don't know if you've heard our podcast before <coughs> we talk about coffee and we talked about uh, Kopi Luwak. You know, it's it somehow comes back to this. Every, every single, single episode, episode we talk about cat poop coffee. I don't know how. But today I will come back to it myself because I was in India. For my brother-in-law's wedding. Congratulations. 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 Oh, also, congratulations go. to my brother. He got married, oh, too, since, the, since the last time we, yeah. we had a podcast recording. So congratulations to Ian e Sam. Yeah, there you go. Shout out to love. I love it. Love, uh, love, love. 
and uh-huh. uh, and I, you know, went to my cousin's house, and we were talking about uh, the show and everything like that, and. He goes, oh, guess what? I was in Vietnam, and I saw this Kopi Luwak stuff, and I bought it. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? So he goes in the kitchen, and he brings this little little sachet. Is he a listener? He is a He's listener of like two episodes so but, far. But he heard about it from he us. Heard, okay. No, I, I think oh. he knew about it. Oh, oh yeah. interesting. Yeah, shockingly, a lot more people know about that. than we Very thought. interesting. Yeah. We're the only Mind-blowing. Ones. We're Sorry, the only, God, God, the I don't want to get you on a tangent. Okay, okay. Anyways, so he got this like, little packet like this, right? And, and I was like, well... Well, let's try it. Let's, let, you know. So he went and he 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 made everyone a cup. And I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, it's everything they say it is. One to ten. Ten. Yeah. I'm it was that good. It. it was that good. Did really. you did you put like creamer, sugar, anything no. in it? You black. drank it black. Yeah. Wow. It was. It was a okay. Wow. It was really. You know, there was no. There is there is this like acidic taste to coffee when you drink it. It's like a little bit of a. I mean, that's like stating the obvious, though. Yeah. Very smooth. Yeah? Very oh. smooth. <laughs> well done. Oh. He didn't do that on purpose. Very smooth. <laughs> he didn't do that on purpose. Uh, Alicia, are you a coffee coffee or tea drinker? Uh, I used to be heavy on the coffee, okay. uh, but now I've switched to the tea. Okay. Uh, mm. But but last week I was in Miami, mm-hmm. and uh, our partners over at DOS Audio, uh, he came in with some, they called it Cuban crack. I have no idea what it was, but it had... It had shot like it had little shot glasses. We cheers before the event. Threw wow. it back. It was a, it was amazing. It was a good shot of coffee. Uh, but most of the time, I'm doing teas because uh, I just stay up too late. All right, you, you well, can't see him, but Sweet Lou's eyes were wide open. Yeah. when you said crack coffee, yes. he's all about. Yeah, he's all about the coffee life. Yes, he is. Hey man, in Miami, they got something called that Cuban crack. Come oh, down and check it out. Well, <laughs> coffee, coffee or tea is on us when we see you at it. Infocom in June. Remember that. Hey, Sounds hey, like hey. Like <laughs> we have one more question for you. Yeah. yeah. So what we always try to do when we're, we're wrapping up uh, is we, we always have a segment called, we call it streaming season. We try to be cool like the kids and it's called streaming season with the, the S. Well, I'm cool. N you try to be cool. Instead of actually season. You know, how, how we, we have like the cool lingo. Like we say like things are fetch and stuff like that. No, you know, no, no. Here. You say but that. Nobody no, else I don't, does I don't that. Say that. But um, we, we always like to see what, um, I know, I know what George is watching, then he's going to tell us in a second, but Alicia, is there anything you're streaming right now that you want to tell our listeners about or anything, any shows that you've caught up on lately that are just like, wow, mind blowing? Uh, I, I would, so don't judge me guys. Okay. I'm no, kind of like, never, old, never. I'm kind of like an old soul when I'm not working. Cause I, you know, I do the nine to five. I freelance when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I am either at the beach or I'm on my couch watching law and order. Uh, ah. Which one? Uh, all of them. Yeah. Original, that's, original Law and Order, SVU, SV, uh, organized, we organized crime. Now we don't have that soundbite on here. Do oh, we, we should. If, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sweet Luke can ju- drop yeah, that in there on we'll the edit. You gotta, you gotta get that one in I'm, there. But definitely, I'm a big fan. fan I'm a huge fan of all Thursday. My Thursday nights are eight to okay, ten, eight to the, eleven. Here's the test. Here's the test. What about Wednesday nights? Well, Wednesday nights I'm watching the, all the Chicago's. My, did we just become best friends? <laughs> we did. We did. I think we did. I'm having that moment right now. Little, ste- little stepbrothers <laughs> acting. Yeah. Yes. We're going to have to get yes. some bunk beds and you know the whole nine. Ding, ding, ding. Right answer. Me too. That's what I'm doing Excellent. Wednesday. Excellent. Yep. Damn, I feel left out. I, yeah, I George feels left out. That's all right. Thing. It's okay. Law and Order is The fact that they brought, the fact that, and first of all, can we give Dick Wolf a shout out? He does, he, Woo. he, 
produces all of these shows. How? They're amazing. How? They're amazing. Yeah, and they're all good. Yeah. Huge fan of Dick Wolf. This is going to sound really, really he does F Doesn't he do FBI also? Do you watch the FBI ones also on Tuesday night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so think he uh, produces those also. Every day of the week. What is going on? Yeah. A lot of crime. <laughs> he, has like, he has like nine shows, current shows. No exaggeration. <laughs> That's an uh, ignorant question here. Yes. The whole, is CSI and all the same part of the same script or is that like a different brand? <laughs> Uh, You're killing me. He You're just dated. Me. He just dated himself. How old, are you, how old are you again, George? Hold on. Is CSI not a thing anymore? <laughs> CSI is still a thing. I think it's still it's, a thing, but I mean, it's not. No, it's not on the level of Dick Wolf. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh, a different yeah. show. Completely. It's yeah. I think there's still a totally. version out there of CSI, but it's not there like is, it's uh, not like, like Grissom, the guy that you're remembering from way back when. Remember him with the I, gray I, beard? I've only seen travelers. Oh, oh, so now he's he's name dropping CSI. He doesn't even know what he's talking Let's about. Let's cut this segment. Yeah, of this, me no, this CSI is going to be on, this is going to be on TikTok. <laughs> the uh, I'm, I'm I'm sensing a TikTok of Alicia and I and and Diego putting Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and the whole yeah. whole beautiful thing. I, yeah. like, I'm, it, I'm, it, it's it's forming in my head right now. Oh, my God. Yes. He's so excited. Right I'm excited now. about this one. That's going to get a lot of hits. Yeah. Step Brothers. Oh, beautiful. I'll just Excellent. sit that one out. Excellent. So now that Elise just told us what she's watching, uh, George, what are you watching right now? Rich, Lou, I don't know if you guys have. I mean, there's a whole nother streaming section. We're talking about Paramount. Paramount oh, another Plus. subscription you another. want me to buy? So, or you can use my account, as usual. Well, Netflix is cracking down, so I don't know if we can do that much longer. Well, Are they really cracking down, though? Probably not. No, probably. How, how, that's for next segment next for segment. next week. Can, we Netflix, can, Nef for can Netflix really crack down? We'll just throw ChatGPT at them. Yeah, fair I feel enough. like ChatGPT can solve anything these days. But Paramount Plus has some really good shows. Okay. Right? Tell me. Um, my my favorite Sly, he has uh, Tulsa King. Ah, uh, yes, show. it was a good show. Little Sylvester Stallone. Um, if you're looking for like hard content, and no, it's not for you. But yeah. if you're just looking for Sylvester Stallone to yeah. be Sylvester Stallone, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh That's yeah, Tulsa King. Yeah, but it's not my cue. But my cue. A show that I binged watched in about four days. King Mayor of Kingstown. Wow. Okay. Mayor of Renner. Kingstown. Is that Renner? Renner. Yeah, nice. Jeremy Renner. Wow, what a show. Beginning to end, just, it's, the very first episode, it's like, oh, this is where it's headed. And you're like, oh, no, wait a minute. Is the main character already dead? Shout out to Renner. Hopefully not, he's doing well I'm after not, his uh, accident oh, a few yeah, weeks ago. he fell off the, yeah. But, you know, not to give anything, it, it, I'm not giving anything away. It's, don't, it, please it, don't it, give anything away. I haven't show. watched it yet. It's a great show. I recommend it to anybody. But those are those are the two shows that I've been watching lately. Cool. What about you, Miller? What are you watching? Uh, I started watching, so... Netflix like brings you down this rabbit hole, I guess. Like when you start watching, obviously there's some sort of algorithm, right, where it suggests things. Please don't tell me you're watching Korean shows now. I don't even know what that means. Okay. Um, no, I was watching something called "It's in the Dark." It's um, mm. it's it's ironically the star is Mark Sanchez's fiance, mm. but she's blind. She had a friend who was murdered, evidently, and she's trying to solve the murder, basically. Um, I was like, eh, let me give it a Like, there was nothing, I had nothing to watch one day. I was like, let me give it a whirl. I'm two and a half seasons in now, and there's wow. four seasons. So, and it, but it's four seasons, and you know it's going to come to an end. So it's not like one of those ones where I started watching, you know, Shantaram, <laughs> fell in love, and then. And then bought the book now. Bought the book. To um, get closure. 50 pages in out of 975 or however many there are, and then boom, they cancel it. So. I forget the book, but I think they've taken slightly different path than the book. Yeah. Well, either way, the book's over. I mean, I've only gotten through 50 pages, but so far the book's good. But yeah, the In the Dark is, I, I think it's pretty good. And I, I was, you know, you, you like to see when what other shows these people were in or movies. It's Mark Sanchez's, the former Jets quarterback, 
fiance. Boo. Well, <laughs> we're not talking. We'll talk football in the a minute. Butt fumble. Uh, Sweet Lou, what are you watching? Uh, my girlfriend and I just finished rewatching Death Note, which was like an old anime from like mid two thousands. I'd say nice. Um, it's a short run. It's only like thirty episodes. Only thirty episodes. Yeah. Well, they're they're like short. They're like ah, the okay. twenty two minute. I like those. Right? I like short ones. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. our world, thirty episodes is like three seasons. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I came off One Piece, which was like a thousand. So okay. anything is short now. Fair. You're really um, into the anime stuff, huh? We got back into it. Uh, I I hadn't watched anime for like quite a long time, and then One Piece kind of reinvigorated my interest in it. Mm. Um, might be sacrilege. I think Death Note is like mid. <laughs> hey yo, um, it's an awesome premise. I really love like the first half of the show, and then I feel like the second half really takes a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better term, yeah, <laughs> a little cat poop coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. cat poop coffee is good through and through. Because mm. like, I don't, have you ever heard of it? Like, because Netflix too, like did like a live action remake that was a disaster. <laughs> the premise is like, there's this this notebook. You write someone's name in it, and they die. Like that's. Hmm. So Yikes! This guy has like a god complex, and he starts killing all the criminals. Like that's kind of the hook of the show. Yeah. Death Note is one of the many anime shows banned in China for its graphic content. Interesting. Yeah, this, yeah. Mm. it's kind of funny because like One Piece is such a long running show, and there's so few character deaths. And then on the other hand, Death Note is like 30 episodes, and I mean, everybody dies. It's called Death Note. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. That yeah. is a fair point. A thousand episodes. Yeah, I'm reading it now too because it's still going. It's one Piece is the longest running manga, I believe. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty episodes. sick. Yeah. Wow. Changed my life. Are those daytime soap operas like a thousand episodes or no? Well, like General Hospital? Yeah, General My mom watched, has watched that for years. Is, is it still, they, is it still they, live? Yeah, there, five I'm days sure. a week. It's still on? Still, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. One Piece is about pirates, though. So, I mean, <laughs> pirates, soap operas, <laughs> same thing, right? freedom. I got a good pirate joke. What's the pirate's favorite letter? Oh, I know oh this my one. God. You think Don't it's do R. it. Don't do it. Did you just steal my line? You think you, it's you R. You think it's the R, but it's really the C. C. <laughs> God, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, grow up, Miller. <clears throat> What's Beethoven's favorite fruit? Banana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> this is how you know we have kids. All right. Uh, can we talk sports real quick since Let's the Super Bowl sports. is in four days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you got? I mean, it's Mahomes versus Hurts. You know who I Chiefs got. Chiefs versus Eagles. I will be fly, damned if Eagles, I say fly. Eagles. Cuckoo, cuckoo. It's time for Mahomes to win another one. Yeah. All right. In my humble opinion. I. So, wait. I don't know anything about sports, yeah. but I remember you guys made predictions. Oh, yes. Did, thank you, sweet Lou. those go? So, absolutely we're, horrible. <laughs> well, we're 50-50 on our second what was our second? Oh, our re-predictions. Our re-predictions. Yeah, I think we had. Um, our predictions were completely off. Well, thought- I remember you came back and said like you were redoing the predictions, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And I, I didn't really. You say team names, and I'm like, we should yeah. probably go <laughs> yeah, back those. to those. I think I had Bills, you, Eagles. You had Bills, Eagles. I had um, Kansas City. I had Kansas City, San Francisco. Also, oh, can we just combine our picks? Yeah. So we were right. Yeah. Whoever 50, wins, Ball Davy guys. Fifty percent of the time it works every time, even yeah, though I know yeah. it's really sixty percent of the time. But fifty percent could be the Ball Davy guys. Hmm. By the way, we gotta start talking about our triangle. My oh yeah, <laughs> I was like yeah, I love that. that out of nowhere. I love that. Yeah. Um, I know you wanted to talk about this, so before we get to our joke, tell tell us about this cool tech that you saw while you were in India. Yeah. Or this trans- cool transformation, trans- transformation. Yeah, this Sorry. transformation, right? So, um, I was in India uh, early January. Thanks for the invite. Well, you're welcome. Um, and you know it's crazy to see that you know over here we have Venmo, we have 
uh, Apple Pay, but you have you still have a lot of people that are scared to use digital currencies or you know whether it's Venmo or PayPal or whatever it is. We still see a lot of use of cash. When I was in India, it was mind blowing to see nobody. We all I, say we say mind blowing a lot. I think I say it and now. It's rubbing off. That's cool. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I've always said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so disingenuous. Kind of a, that's kind of a dick comment. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that just really caught me off. Oh man, I can't wait to see the video of that. Yeah, well, um, well, <laughs> well, well, well. Anyways, take care. You keep throwing me off today, brother. What's going on? Um, but anyways, to get back to this, you know, it was really mind blowing uh, to watch that almost nobody. And I mean street vendors, street hawks, or whatever you want to call them, right? Mm. They're using Google Pay. They're using something called Paytm, which is equivalent to uh, PayPal, uh -huh. right? Little kids, 10, uh, not 10, like 13, 14-year-old kids, when they take public transportation, they're using Google Pay or they're using Paytm. Wow. This is really a lost opportunity by Apple Pay, by, by um, PayPal, to capitalize on one of the largest markets in the world, because mm -hmm. I did not see it. I saw some Apple Pay really just like, you know, here and there. Mm -hmm. I was at Burger King, for example. How and, did you pay? Um, I had cash, oh. and everybody looked at me like I had three heads. They're like, <laughs> uh, one guy actually asked me. And I was like, um, sir, do you happen to have Google Pay or Paytm? And I was like, I got Apple Pay. Mm -hmm. It was, mm, no. Take care. <laughs> you Are know iPhones I mean? not as popular there? No, I guess not. I guess iPhone's a lot more pop, uh, more expensive. Um, okay. It's easier to get an Android phone, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But no, it's all Paytm. It's all wow. it's all you know Google Pay, and it's crazy to watch that. You know, uh, uh, eighty five year old, uh, seventy five your age doesn't matter. Everyone is just comfortable whipping out a phone, scan a QR code, and done. Love it. And I mean. Street hawks. Like, I'm all about that. Yeah, not you know what I mean. Like I'm having a cup of coffee on the roadside. I'm paying him using Paytm. <laughs> it's fantastic. crazy. It's 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 insane. That's so I think you know that digital transformation is is just fantastic to watch. Being in the tech field, I think that's where really we should all head. But I know there's a lot of uh, concern here in the U.S. about giving out that personal information. Um, for those that are concerned about giving out your personal information, it's all out there already anyways. No, I know everything about um, you. Yeah, well. Um, that being said, you want to roll this into your uh, little Amazon tidbit? Yeah, so I, I was reading, this is, evidently this came out last summer, but I, I really never heard about it. Evidently they're, obviously it's probably something they're in testing phase, right? Like Amazon has the whole thing where you can go into like a Whole Foods store now and they can, like you, you're at your phone basically... Yep knows everything you put in your basket basically or something yeah, along scary. those lines yeah scary rise of the rise of the robots here we go rise of the robots yeah. but um what it was saying was that they're also testing this thing where you basically pay with your you know your face or your fingerprint palm. which palm i mean that's that's interesting though because everybody every you know you everybody has a unique fingerprint right i guess in theory that could work but man that's and that yeah. kind of goes along the line like is that where we're going like, oh yeah is, i think so i think i think i mean like is know, cash going to be like literally a thing of the past now i think or like 100%. W wouldn't it be that much easier if you didn't have to worry about cash? Yeah, just scan my eyes, bro. Well. <laughs> look in, look well, deep look deep into my I eyes. I can't get lost in your eyes again, Miller. Yeah, Diego already made a <laughs> meme about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get the joke of the day and, and, and let's wrap this wrap this up, yeah? We got five. How we many? We, five. Let's, should we do one? Let's stick with two. Let's stick, let's with, stick with two. two. Yeah, which one should you we pick? You pick one, I pick one. All right, you want to go first? You go first. I'll go first. You go first. All right. You go first. Let's see. 
Um, <laughs> when do you know you're going bald? Hey, Lou, do you know? I currently am in the process, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> when you use more toothpaste than shampoo. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. What happened between a bald person and their hair? What happened between a bald person and their hair? They had a falling out. <laughs> I like that one. Yikes. Well First done. I hit the button too early. Yeah, yeah. Then I hit the wrong button. Anyways. Yeah. Well done. I think that went well. Yeah, that went the, very the well. The punchline was they had a falling out. Yeah. And we have three more for next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. Um, so, Alicia, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, this has been a really fun episode. We really wanted to just thank you for for coming on today and, and spending some time with us. This was this was really awesome, uh, and we we cannot wait to see you in uh, June at uh, Infocom again. Coffee hey, hey, is on hey. us. Uh, hopefully, we'll be up on stage presenting. She and, drinks uh, tea, bro. I'm oh, sorry, tea is on us, or whatever you want is on us. Um, and uh, we look forward to to seeing you and chatting with you. And we'll uh, this will be. Our podcast will be on live in a couple of days on the on the old Spotify and all that good stuff. So um, anytime you want to come back on, you're yes, more than welcome. You are always more than welcome. Hey, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, let's do this again. You have to be on my podcast next. Yes. Because I want to tell the world about what you're doing there with that program. Excellent. Uh, say less about Infocom, too. I'll email some people who know some people who know some people. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I understand. <laughs> we are best friends now, so I wow. understand. Yeah, we are. we are. Excellent. Uh, excellent. I can't believe you just replaced me just like that. Oh, sorry. Law and oh, order. you called me your best friend? Oh. Well, no, I said <laughs> I'm your best friend. I didn't say anything about you being my uh, best friend. Yeah, wow. God. Unbelievable. He's so needy. <laughs> Alicia, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. You take care, all right? Thank <laughs> you. Anyways, that's all we have for today, folks. And remember, be kind. Stay steady. Second on an old friend. Also help someone because he skipped that. Well, okay. <laughs> have, have, a, have a good cup of, cup of joe. joe. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do that again? Uh, nah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. No, I, I think you got it. Yeah. And that's scene. perfect. You just leave it there? And yeah. I, All right. I don't, I don't Take think care. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Take <that> care. Again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening to us, and we will be on back on soon. <laughs> let's get that last part up for sure. <laughs> We'll be back on soon. Hey, Lou, we'll be back on soon, yeah. okay? I, I, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I love it. I love it. I'm going to stop it.